Welcome to the Renal Diet Headquarters podcast with your host, Mathia Ford, CEO of Renal Diet Headquarters. This is our weekly talk about how you can succeed with a kidney diet. Brought to you by RenalDietHQ.com, a website whose mission is to be the most valued resource on kidney disease that people can use to improve their health. To fully diagnose a patient with chronic kidney disease, CKD, a complete set of laboratory tests or exams should be carried out. From the name of the disease itself, being chronic signifies a long-standing disease that the patient himself or herself may not even be aware of. Although symptoms and signs of kidney disease can be obviously observed and the doctor may readily suspect a renal pathology, a sound examination through laboratory and diagnostic procedures based on medical protocol is done with medical jargon often being overwhelming. This training will help you grasp the importance of laboratory tests in diagnosing CKD and what they mean. You'll learn about blood tests, urine tests, kidney imaging, and more. You don't need a medical degree to make sense of all of it. We've got you covered. Let's dive into the world of CKD lab tests together. Are you tired of struggling with your health? If you're someone living with chronic kidney disease, I've got great news for you. Hello, I'm Mathia Ford, a registered dietitian nutritionist specializing in chronic kidney disease and owner of renaldiethq.com. I specialize in helping people just like you to improve their health by making simple yet delicious changes to your meals. Together, we can transform your eating habits, boost your overall well-being, and ensure that you're enjoying every bite along the way. Say goodbye to bland and boring meals and say hello to a healthier, more vibrant life. Let's get started on this incredible journey to better health together. Visit renaldiethq.com today and take the first step towards a healthier lifestyle. As you dig into the realm of nephrology, it's crucial to understand the invaluable benefits of early detection in managing chronic kidney disease. Interpreting lab results from renal function tests such as serum creatinine, glomerular filtration rate, I always have a problem with that word, and your analysis can be a complex task, but it's a skill that will significantly enhance your ability to diagnose and treat CKD effectively. Early detection of CKD offers numerous benefits for patients' well-being. Identifying CKD in its early stages allows for timely interventions to slow disease progression and manage complications effectively. Early treatment can help preserve your kidney function for a longer period of time, potentially delaying or preventing the need for dialysis or transplantation. Monitoring and managing underlying conditions like diabetes and hypertension, which do contribute to CKD, become more successful with early detection. Moreover, early identification enables healthcare providers to implement lifestyle modifications, including dietary adjustments and medication regimens, optimizing patient outcomes. By detecting CKD before symptoms worsen, individuals can engage in proactive self-care, and make informed decisions about their treatment options, ultimately enhancing their quality of life and reducing the risk of further complications. Detection methods, innovative techniques allow for early identification of renal impairments. These include serum creatinine tests and urine albumin creatinine ratio ACR assessments. Risk factors, you must be cognizant of potential triggers such as diabetes, high blood pressure, and a family history of kidney disease. And lifestyle modifications, encouraging patients to adopt healthier habits like proper nutrition and regular exercise can reduce the risk for kidney disease or slow its progression. Interpreting tests isn't always straightforward, but it's essential for diagnosing and managing renal conditions. I want to note here that I have a course on my website, renaldiethq.com, that talks all about understanding kidney test results. So if you want to dig further into this and really understand what's normal 
and what is normal in chronic kidney disease, then you can hop over there by the course and have all of your questions answered. You'll encounter various markers like creatinine levels, glomerular filtration rate, and urine protein. Understanding these indicators can guide kidney transplants or dialysis procedures. In the description below, I've added a link to a post where you can see specific values and labs for more information. When values deviate from the norm, interventions may be necessary. Lifestyle modifications and dietary restrictions often serve as first-line measures and can be really the only measures that you need if you manage it early enough. However, when these aren't sufficient, more aggressive treatments are required ranging from pharmaceuticals to renal replacement therapy like dialysis or kidney transplant. Let's discuss the vital role of two key blood tests in diagnosing chronic kidney disease, the estimated glomerular filtration rate, EGFR, and your serum creatinine test. We're going to understand how EGFR, which assesses your kidneys filtering capacity and creatinine levels, a waste product from the breakdown of muscle tissue, serve as crucial markers for renal function. Also, we're going to explore the significance of the blood urea nitrogen BUN test, an essential tool that evaluates how efficiently your kidneys are excreting urea, a bright product of protein breakdown from your bloodstream. Creatinine and EGFR are crucial indicators in diagnosing chronic kidney disease. Creatinine is a waste product generated by breakdown of muscles and is filtered by the kidneys, so it's removed from your body through the kidneys. Elevated serum creatinine levels in the blood indicate impaired kidney function as healthy kidneys efficiently remove creatinine from the bloodstream. EGFR calculated using creatinine levels, your age, your gender, and race although that's changing some, provides an estimate of the kidney's filtration rate. A lower EGFR suggests reduced kidney function. Together, these measures help classify a patient into different stages of kidney disease. You've probably heard stage one, stage two, stage three, stage four, stage five. Aiding in diagnosis and monitoring disease progression. Early detection of elevated creatinine levels and decreased EGFR prompts healthcare professionals to investigate potential causes and then implement interventions to slow the CKD progression, reducing your risk of complications and promoting better patient outcomes. I do have to say, sometimes you get the test and the doctor doesn't tell you. So I definitely recommend that you look at your lab results and question anything that your doctor doesn't go over, especially if it has a note that it is out of the norm. It's important to consider the BUN, blood urea nitrogen test, as it's another key indicator of how well your body is processing waste. Although this is now typically used with dialysis patients, BUN levels can tell you a lot about kidney function and significant fluctuations may indicate CKD or other serious conditions. Various factors, including dietary implications and medication effects, could lead to changes in BUN levels. For example, a diet high in protein might increase BUN levels while certain medications like antibiotics can decrease it. Furthermore, lifestyle influences such as hydration status and exercise intensity also impacts these levels. Regularly monitoring your BUN through lab tests provides valuable insight into renal health and aids medical professionals in tailoring treatment plans. As you can see, it's kind of a group of three or four tests that they use to kind of determine that, yes, you have kidney disease. Yes, this is the stage so that it's multiple tests kind of giving them the same indication. Aside from the serum creatinine, EGFR, and BUN, there are other blood tests that may be ordered by your nephrologist or your general practitioner for further evaluation and management. These lab tests provide further insight into how your overall health is beyond the level of kidney dysfunction. In addition to creatinine and BUN and EGFR, 
The basic metabolic panel known as a BMP includes tests like fasting blood glucose and calcium, which holds significance in the diagnosis, management, and monitoring of chronic kidney disease. Fasting blood glucose or fasting blood sugar levels help assess if you have diabetes or how well your diabetes is controlled, a common risk factor for CKD. Elevated glucose levels can accelerate kidney damage, as the name implies, Fasting blood sugar is done after the patient is at least fasting for eight hours. Increased FBS, fasting blood sugar, may indicate diabetes. It can be left undiagnosed for years and can damage the blood vessels in the kidney, thus causing chronic kidney disease. Calcium levels are crucial as CKD can lead to a disturbance in mineral metabolism, affecting bone health and cardiovascular function. Abnormal calcium levels impact parathyroid hormone regulation, potentially leading to bone disorders. Monitoring calcium levels aids in addressing these complications. Overall, a comprehensive BMP provides a broader understanding of metabolic status, helping healthcare providers diagnose CKD, tailor treatment plans, and monitor your disease's progression, enhancing your care, and hopefully improving your long-term outcomes. Serum electrolyte levels, including sodium, potassium, bicarbonate, and chloride, play a critical role in diagnosing, managing, and monitoring CKD. Imbalances in these electrolytes are common in CKD and can indicate impaired kidney function. Sodium levels impact fluid balance and blood pressure regulation. Potassium imbalances can lead to dangerous heart arrhythmia. Bicarbonate and chloride levels are essential indicators of acid-base balance, reflecting the kidney's role in maintaining your pH in your blood. Monitoring these electrolytes helps assess disease progression, guide treatment strategies, and prevent complications like hypertension, edema, and metabolic acidosis. Balancing these electrolytes through dietary adjustments, medications, and medical interventions is vital in CKD management, promoting better kidney health and overall well-being. The lipid profile encompassing total cholesterol, LDL cholesterol, HDL cholesterol, and triglycerides alongside the serum uric acid test play crucial roles in the diagnosis, management, and monitoring of chronic kidney disease. Lipid abnormalities are prevalent common in CKD and contribute to heightened cardiovascular disease risk common in CKD patients. Elevated LDL cholesterol and triglyceride levels also increase the hardening of the arteries and cardiovascular events risk, which is a heart attack or a stroke. Low HDL cholesterol exacerbates these risks. HDL is the one cholesterol you want high. Monitoring lipid levels helps assess cardiovascular health Tailor your interventions, whether you need medications and prevent any heart-related issues. Serum uric acid elevated in CKD is linked to kidney damage and cardiovascular event risk. Elevated levels may also signal kidney decline. A complete blood count, CBC, is a vital diagnostic tool with significant implications for CKD. It evaluates the various blood components, including red blood cells, white blood cells, and platelets, providing insights into anemia, infection risk, and overall health status. Anemia is a common complication in CKD due to reduced erythropoietin production, leading to decreased red blood cell production. I did a video about anemia, very specific information, so I will link to that video in the description below. Monitoring hemoglobin and hematocrit levels helps manage anemia and its associated symptoms. Additionally, white blood cell counts aid in detecting infections, crucial in CKD patients with compromised immunity. Platelet levels are vital for assessing bleeding and clotting tendencies. Parathyroid tests play a significant role in the management of chronic kidney disease, especially in advanced stages. 
One such test is the measurement of the parathyroid hormone or PTH. In CKD, impaired kidney function leads to an imbalance in mineral metabolism. Mineral metabolism is like calcium, sodium, potassium, phosphorus that causes elevated levels of PTH. This can result in secondary hyperparathyroidism, leading to bone disorders, cardiovascular complications, heart disease, and other health issues. Monitoring your PTH levels help assess bone health and guides interventions to prevent conditions like renal osteodystrophy. Additionally, measuring calcium and phosphorus levels is crucial as they influence your PTH secretion. Healthcare providers use parathyroid test results to tailor treatment strategies, which may involve adjusting dietary intake, your medications, and other interventions to manage mineral imbalances and reduce the risk of associated complications in CKD patients. Aside from the numerous blood tests we've discussed, urine studies also play a role when it comes to chronic kidney disease. The presence of protein in your urine, otherwise known as proteinuria, can be a significant early marker of renal impairment and warrants thorough investigation. Moreover, changes in your urine color and its specific gravity, a measure that reflects your kidney's ability to concentrate or dilute urine, can provide crucial insights into your renal functioning status. Urinalysis is a diagnostic test that examines the physical, chemical, and microscopic properties of a urine sample. It offers valuable insights into overall health and can detect various conditions, including kidney diseases. The test assesses color, clarity, specific gravity, pH, and the presence of protein, glucose, ketones, and blood in the urine. Microscopic analysis identifies cellular elements, casts, crystals, and bacteria. In the context of chronic kidney disease, a urinalysis helps detect proteinuria and hematuria, which are key indicators of kidney dysfunction. Proteinuria signifies impaired filtration. Proteinuria indicates that you have protein in your urine, the level that is not supposed to be there. So also hematuria suggests potential kidney damage. Hematuria is blood in your urine, which indicates that there's also possibly damage to your kidneys that is prolonged. Monitoring changes in urinalysis results over time aids in diagnosing and managing CKD progression. Additionally, urinalysis assists in identifying urinary tract infections, diabetes, and other systemic conditions contributing to your overall patient care. Detecting protein in urine is an important test for diagnosing chronic kidney disease. Proteinuria, the medical term for excessive protein in urine, can be caused by a multitude of factors. You need to understand these causes and how to prevent them. See the description for a link to an article that talks about some really specific numbers on proteinuria, like what is out of range. But dietary interventions play a vital role here. Instead of relying on animal proteins that might exacerbate kidney issues, you can add some variety by opting for plant-based protein sources like legumes, nuts, and whole grains for your protein that are not as hard on your body. Coupled with lifestyle modifications such as regular exercise and avoiding substances harmful to your kidneys, you can minimize your risk of developing proteinuria. Management of proteinuria is often tailored depending on an individual patient's case, hence specific interventions for proteinuria should be determined by your healthcare provider. Aside from protein, glucose may also be found in the urine, which can be an indicator of a renal diabetic complication in patients with diabetes, particularly if you have diabetic nephropathy. You're likely aware that the color and clarity of your urine can provide important clues about your overall health, like your hydration status. A comprehensive urine sediment examination can reveal dehydration indicators, 
infection traces, dietary influence, and medication effects. Dehydration often manifests as dark, concentrated urine, whereas infection may result in cloudy or odorous urine. The dietary influence on urine color is notable. For instance, beetroot consumption may turn it pinkish red. Certain medications, too, can cause distinct changes. Rifampin may give a reddish-orange tint. Comprehensive analysis of abnormal urine sediment factors helps pinpoint underlying conditions like CKD or urinary tract infections. The quantification of urine protein and albumin using random spot protein-to-creatinine ratios, UPCR, and urine-albumin-creatinine ratio, UACR, is a crucial diagnostic tool for CKD. I talk extensively about this measure in my course as it's a big factor with your kidney disease. UPCR measures the amount of protein while UACR measures specifically albumin in the urine, both standardized to creatinine concentration. These ratios provide an accurate assessment of proteinuria and microalbuminuria, respectively. Elevated UPCR and UACR levels are objective signs of kidney damage and are crucial indicators of CKD development and its progression. These tests are non-invasive, convenient, and allow for early detection of kidney dysfunction, enabling timely intervention and management strategies. In some cases, blood tests and urine studies are not enough. Further evaluation through imaging tests and kidney biopsies may be needed. It's crucial that you understand how imaging technologies like sonography, MRI, and CT scans can reveal abnormalities of kidney structure, potentially indicative of CKD. Let's also talk about the significance of a renal biopsy. It's an invasive but definitive diagnostic procedure that assesses microscopic alterations in kidney tissues. This procedure is a game changer in mapping out your therapeutic trajectory or how quickly your kidneys are going to progress. Various imaging modalities play a crucial role in diagnosing and evaluating kidney disease. Kidney ultrasound, a non-invasive and widely used method, assesses your kidney size, shape, and any structural abnormalities, aiding in detecting conditions like kidney stones or cysts. X-rays offer insights into kidney structure and function, often used alongside contrast agents for better visualization, although depending on your stage of CKD, you may not be eligible for the contrast. CT scans, computed tomography, and MRIs, magnetic resonance imaging, provide detailed cross-sectional images, helping diagnose complex issues such as tumors or vascular abnormalities. Renal scintigraphy assesses kidney function and blood flow using radioactive tracers. Angiograms or duplex Doppler studies focus on blood vessels, aiding in evaluating renal artery stenosis or other vascular problems. These imaging techniques collectively enable accurate diagnoses, guide treatment decisions, and monitor disease progression in patients. Kidney biopsy is a crucial diagnostic tool for understanding kidney disease. It's performed to obtain a small sample of kidney tissue, allowing detailed examination under a microscope. This procedure aids in identifying the underlying cause, severity, and type of kidney condition, enabling accurate diagnosis and a tailored treatment plan. Some conditions diagnosed through this test include systemic lupus nephritis and glomerular diseases. Biopsies are particularly valuable when symptoms are unclear or when various kidney disorders need differentiation. The process involves a specialized needle inserted through the skin into the kidney guided by imaging techniques. The obtained piece of kidney tissue is then analyzed by a pathologist to determine the disease's nature. Despite potential risks such as bleeding or infection, 
The insights gained from kidney biopsies significantly contribute to treatment decisions and patient outcomes, ensuring more effective management of kidney disease. In managing chronic kidney disease, you'll find that the dynamic process of adjusting treatment plans to patient responses and disease progression is vital as monitoring laboratory results is part of continuous evaluation of patients with kidney disease, interpreting them based on the current clinical state of the patient is another important matter. You'll need to adjust your treatment plan based on the results of your CKD lab tests. These adjustments may include medication alterations, dialysis considerations, lifestyle modifications, dietary changes, even transplant discussions with your doctor. Analyzing the results of your lab is crucial in determining these necessary changes. All of these would be discussed with your doctor and you would need to ask them specific questions about your labs and your other conditions related to your medications and any other chronic diseases or acute diseases that you may be having. Lifestyle modifications and dietary changes are pivotal. Limiting sodium intake, for instance, could greatly improve kidney function. Medication adjustments could involve altering dosage or changing prescriptions entirely if the current meds aren't efficiently managing symptoms or are causing detrimental side effects. I don't know if you've noticed, but there's certain times where your medications are reduced if you have a certain stage of kidney disease, and that's because your kidneys do not remove that medication as efficiently, and therefore it stays in your body for a longer period of time, and they don't want to cause you to have an overdose. So that's one example of how your medication adjustment may be important based on your stage of kidney disease, which is determined by your lab test results. Dialysis considerations arise when labs indicate a decline in renal function. Your healthcare team might suggest hemodialysis or peritoneal dialysis as a treatment option. Lastly, if disease progression continues despite these interventions, it's time to discuss transplant options if appropriate. Monitoring CKD patients often involves interpreting various lab test results to assess kidney function and overall health. Serum creatinine levels along with EGFR provide insights into kidney function. Elevated creatinine and decreased EGFR indicate declining kidney function. Urine tests like UPCR, the protein to creatinine ratio, and albumin to creatinine ratio, UACR, reflect kidney damage and protein leakage. Electrolyte levels such as potassium, sodium, and bicarbonate help manage flu imbalance and acid-based status. Lipid profiles aid in assessing cardiovascular risk and blood glucose levels aid in understanding your diabetes control. Regular complete blood counts monitor anemia, parathyroid hormone levels indicate your bone health. All of these markers guide treatment adjustments, lifestyle modifications, and preventive measures, ensuring timely interventions to slow disease progression and manage complications. Preparing for your lab tests for kidney disease is crucial to ensure accurate results and proper diagnosis. For a basic metabolic panel like a BMP or a CMP, which is a comprehensive metabolic panel, fasting may be required to obtain accurate glucose and lipid measurements. It's essential to follow any fasting instructions provided by your healthcare provider, usually requiring no food or drink for at least eight hours before the test. For a CBC or complete blood count, no fasting is necessary. However, inform your doctor about any medications you're taking as certain drugs can affect blood cell counts. For fasting blood sugar testing, FBS, fasting for eight to 12 hours before the test is typically required, Although you're usually allowed to drink water and make sure you're following the fasting guidelines provided by your healthcare professional. In preparation for a lipid profile, fasting for 9 to 12 hours is necessary to get accurate cholesterol and triglyceride measurements. Water is also allowed during that fasting period for your lipids. 
Before a kidney biopsy, your healthcare provider will inform you about specific instructions, such as discontinuing certain medications that might affect clotting or interact with the procedure. Follow those instructions closely to prevent complications and ask your provider any specific questions. Imaging modalities like ultrasound, x-ray, CT scan, MRIs, or renal scintigraphy typically have minimal preparation requirements. However, if contrast dye is involved, inform your doctor about any allergies or medical conditions that you might have that might affect that. Always communicate with your healthcare provider and follow their instructions closely to ensure accurate and safe testing. Additionally, inform them about any existing health conditions, medications, or allergies that could impact the tests or procedure. Just a simple question, are any of my medications or my conditions going to affect this procedure will cause them to kind of stop and think about it and look at your medications, which is a critical thing for them to do to ensure that you're not going to interact with any of the tests. Lab tests play a vital role in CKD. Understanding chronic kidney disease also means understanding comprehensive laboratory tests. Early detection methods such as serum creatinine and urine albumin to creatinine ratio play a vital role in intervention. Lifestyle changes and kidney test results guide management. The significance of urine tests, imaging, and kidney biopsy are important. Regular monitoring, adjusting treatment plans based on lab results, and preparing for tests are important for effective CKD management. Overall, there's an undeniably crucial role of lab tests in diagnosing, managing, and enhancing the quality of life for CKD patients. And again, I do have that course all about lab tests for CKD and understanding them. So that link is in the description below. Go over and check it out. You've been listening to the Renal Diet Headquarters podcast. Head on over to the website at www.renaldiethq.com slash go slash email to sign up for our email list and get exciting updates every week on what is happening. Thanks, and we will talk to you again next week.